Assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh. Last week's Clubhouse session brought about a wealth of discussion, such a well-informed perspective and presentation of beneficial, topical info from the lovely Shan. Shan is a yoga instructor and well-being and wellness advocate, serving women with her expertise both in prenatal and postnatal care and support. As someone who had limited experience and knowledge of yoga, despite having been surrounded by the influence of it since I was a child, I can personally say that I have been introduced to a whole new concept through watching the informative videos and stories that Shan puts out there, both in her Instagram account and on her website. The topic last week was maternal mental health and Shan offered some really insightful info. Perhaps the most shocking was the fact that it was only in 2011 that the Maternal Mental Health Alliance was founded. In fact, this year, Maternal Mental Health Awareness Week is Monday the 2nd to Sunday the 8th of May. But 2011 is a handful of years ago. Mothers and women have been labelled and are still being labelled up until today. Over the centuries, women have been ostracised and locked away in asylums across the UK, some of which still hauntingly stand to this day. How can we forget the women who were used in research and the atrocities that were carried out and inflicted upon them? Women and mothers have had antidepressants handed out like sweets, like putting a plaster on it, without the full amount of research to know the exact side effects that drugs like fluoxetine, or better known as Prozac, can and do and have had on individuals. Every biological body is different. No two people are the same. How can we know how a biological entity will react to a given pharmaceutical medication? I must just add, I'm not anti-medicine or anti-medical management or intervention, but perhaps more unnecessary medical and pharmaceutical interventions. I was reminded of Prozac Nation, a book I had read in my Jahil the time before I was a Muslim years ago, by recommendation of a friend from the USA. It's a memoir by Elizabeth Wurzel, published in 1994. The book describes the author's experiences with atypical depression, how she managed to live through it, particularly difficult periods of her life, while completing college and working as a writer. Elizabeth sadly passed away in 2020 after suffering from breast cancer. Shan also explored a variety of avenues and shared the importance of mental health during and after pregnancy and birth and some top tip self-therapy tools. Without going over what Shan shared, mainly because I would never do it justice and also because I honour the integrity and privacy of the group, I will just share the three tools that she recommends. So the first that she recommends is journaling, be it written or oral by way of recording yourself. The second is exercise any form at all, either a regime or just a walk. We even mentioned having a good shake to cleanse us from any unwanted or unnecessary baggage that we might be carrying. And the third was ice water. This one had a more complex explanation. I would rather not try to explain it as I would probably not do it justice. But if you want to know more information, please do contact Shan. You can find her on Instagram with the following handles at zenwithshan that's Z-E-N-W-I-T-H-C-H-A-N or at Zen Through Motherhood. That's Z-E-N, sorry, Z-E-N-T-H-R-O-U-G-H, Motherhood, M-O-T-H-E-R-H-O-O-D. 
but essentially it's for calming and reducing feelings of anxiety. And furthermore, we did explore the notion of ice water, and I've noted that it can be used during labour as a sort of distraction from pain and a relocation of the nerves by placing hands in the ice water. In Islam, we pray five times a day, five obligatory prayers a day, and before we pray, we perform a wudu, and that's an ablution. We wash parts of our body, hands, face included, and feet, three times or once, depending on the specific part. This sensation is indeed calming and restorative. It puts us in a fresh and relaxed mode, an atmosphere ready to pray. And equally, there are pressure points around the body which are touched upon when we perform the wudu. This also has a calming effect. Subhanallah, the hikmah, wisdom. We perhaps don't do ourselves or one another justice. Perhaps we can be kinder to ourselves and one another. A little kindness can go a long way. Reflecting on our deeds and actions and checking our intentions. Did we hurt someone today? Did we cause someone offence? Was our action necessary or unnecessary? The way we interact with one another can have such a huge impact. It's literally like a domino effect. Hurting a mother is like hurting a whole nation. We owe it to ourselves and to one another to take care of each other more than ever. If there's one thing we can do today is to leave all negative energy, vibes and emotions at the door, like jealousy, anger and unhealthy competition, and unite in a community to protect support and defend ourselves, our offspring and one another. Time is really of the essence. Jazakallah khair, thank you for listening once again and tune in next week for next week's podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.